through the jungle of regeneration over the raging bowels of the underrated underworld is a place of untold power. There is a new addition to VFriends and the NFT ecosystem. Today, we're going to speak about how Gary Vee is going to encourage people to burn NFTs. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So, of course, anytime an NFT project or founder comes out and says something big is around the corner, especially with Gary Vee, because we know he's very energetic. He's not afraid of hyperboles. But when they announce that something big is around the corner, it is always something to take with a grain of salt. But in this case, I think it's pretty exciting. And I think the best way to dive into this is to just play the trailer for this project itself, or I should say this addition to the project. And this is the official trailer from their YouTube page. I'm going to play a clip from it, and then I'm going to dive into my commentary. Burn Island is an incredible new addition to the VFriends world, a groundbreaking deflationary platform. When VFriends holders sacrifice their prized NFTs into its bubbling cauldron of lava, it awakens its mythological power. This is where the fun begins. In exchange for the sacrificial items such as mini drops, book games, series two, and others, Burn Island's unpredictable eruptions will come with thunderous rewards. From swaps to sweepstakes, it exchange for physical prizes, exclusive access to events, and other rare or limited edition NFTs. Without risk, there can be no rewards. So welcome, foolish mortal, to Burn Island. I'm not exactly sure what kind of voice that was, but it reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean with Captain or Admiral, whatever his name is, Barbosa, when he says, there be ghosts in these waters. Well, I think that's what they were going for as far as Burn Island. I don't know exactly if that was the inspiration, but that's the vibes I'm catching off of it. Anyways, going back to this whole thing, what I think is pretty interesting is it introduces some interesting aspects to the collection itself. Because the thing with Series 2 is there's so many cards in this collection that a lot of people are saying it's not going to have the value simply because the vast volume of it. The original collection, of course, was much smaller Series 1 cards, those were the original sketches that looked like some of them could have been drawn up on a napkin, you know, one of those rugged ideas that basically was minted into the NFT. However, the Series 2 was the much more refined version. Rather than Gary's sketches, they went to the artists and so forth to build out this whole ecosystem. Well, with such a large supply, what they're going to do with this burn island, they're going to encourage the burning of them. This is nothing new in the sense that he did this with book games. If you're familiar with book games, he did that when he launched his book, 12 and a half. And by the way, it's a great book. If you haven't read it, whatever, I'll actually put it in the show notes just because I think it is a great book for business and anyone that is in any kind of leadership position whatsoever, just learning how to communicate, be emotionally intelligent and so forth. But one of the reasons why it was a number one bestseller besides being a good book and being Gary Vee is because they were encouraged to buy them to get the book gains. Now, to get certain rewards such as VCon tickets and what have you, they were encouraged to burn those games. So this isn't the first time they had a deflationary NFT within the VFriends ecosystem, meaning that deflationary is the number of them is actually going to go down because as they're being burnt, the supplier gets smaller. Therefore, the price in theory should rise because higher demand, lower supply equals higher prices. So the burning of these NFTs encourages the supply to actually go down. That's why we say it's deflationary. But unlike the book games where it was just for a period of time up until the VCon or whatever event they might have been having, 
these burn island events is going to be an ongoing thing. There's going to be constant eruptions throughout now and forever. Basically, as long as this project is going, there are going to be multiple eruptions. Now, these eruptions have a start and stop date, just like a volcanic eruption. You know, there is a date, the lava flows, and then it shuts off. Well, while the quote unquote lava is flowing, that's the opportunity that you have to burn whichever NFTs are associated with that particular burn and get whatever reward it might be. So as you heard in the trailer, you might be getting some rare ones, getting prizes, physical items, or whatever it might be. They all depends on what's being burnt and when the event is going, there's going to be multiple things going on. So it's kind of interesting. It's like the new addition to the whole story of Friends because we know they're building out this entire ecosystem and they're going to really turn this into a property such as Pokemon or Hair Bears or you name it, something that's going to last generations. And the first eruption is going to be on February 21st. Not exactly sure how long that's going to last, but depending which NFTs that you do hold, you're going to be able to participate in that and whatever rewards are associated with that. All the details have not been officially released. I'm going off of the information that I'm getting from the blog, Twitter space, and the publicly available things. They actually had a token-gated meeting with just the vFriend holders. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them. I would love to be, but they're just not in my budget right now. And although they are not, I still watch this project because they're just doing some amazing things as far as marketing goes. And as someone who has always admired his content creation game and how he markets and how he shows up in the space, I've been really following how he runs his NFT project from a business standpoint. And this just really makes things very interesting. So a few questions that were asked during the space where number one, will series one V friends be burnt? And he said, no, the way he's looking at them is like, basically those are his kids. That's the original idea. As I said, some of them look like they were literally sketched up on a napkin. Just the art of them is very rough and rugged, nothing refined whatsoever. He drew them himself. So he doesn't want those to be burned. He said, maybe in the future that might be changed, but right now, nothing like that is on the roadmap. But also he opened up the door for the possibility of collaborating with other NFTs. Now, someone asked, does that mean I could be able to burn my CryptoPunk and get something? And he openly said, well, you know, I'm not going to close the door on that. However, in order to do something crazy like that, which I don't want any punks to be burnt, I would have to definitely reach out to whichever company or organization it is. In this case, it would be Yuga Labs and work directly with them in order to do something like that. So I'm not closing the door on anything. However, if I'm going to encourage people to burn NFTs from other projects, I'm going to be working directly with those founders and the team. So one thing that I do find very interesting with this whole thing is, first of all, in order to log into this thing, you have to go to vfriends.com. You have to set up an account like the traditional way using either a Google or Apple ID or your email address, and then you're going to log in with a password. You're going to get the verification code, you know, the usual signups that we're used to in Web 2. And that is basically what he's bridging, the whole Web 2 and the Web 3, which is very interesting coming from the fact that I said he's a marketer. And primarily, that's how I knew him as a content creator and as a marketer, not necessarily as a Web 3 NFT influencer. He came into this space about the same time that I did. Well, as far as why I think that is so significant and why I'm going to even mention it with this whole Burn Island thing is because the power of that. When you actually sign up with that, you have all that information, you fill out a profile about yourself. If you want text messages, if you want email notifications and all those different things and various things such as the burn mechanism is going to be on the website. So you have to connect your wallet with all that information. So essentially you're building a profile that a master marketer is going to be able to use to build a real business. Now, people frown upon this and say, oh, this is terrible. I can't believe this. This takes away the whole anonymity and all that stuff. But here's the thing. No one has to do this. You opt into this and you're then going to participate in this ecosystem. And the people that are following Gary, a lot of them did not come in with the whole DGEN, Anonymous, 
Web3 mentality, they came in for the benefit of whatever it was that he was selling. This was a lot of people's entry points into Web3. So signing up and getting an account and everything is not that big of a deal to them, but the value to that as a marketer now is just absolutely immense. So a lot of people are going after the strictly Web3 degen crowd, and what they're going to find it is very hard to build a business with those types of people because they're going to have everything under lock and key. They don't want you to know who they are, what they're up to, what their likes and preferences are, and so forth. But in this case, Gary has really tapped into something. I think a lot of projects and people that are entering this and trying to integrate NFTs and Web3 technology into a real business should really pay attention to him. So regardless if you like his approach, how he cusses, his energy, or whatever it might be, some people just think he's arrogant and annoying and just, you know, all sorts of different things. But I can definitely say Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater or eat the meat and spit out the bones. Whatever analogy that you want to personally use to understand why I'm saying, just try to tolerate them and take the lessons because I don't honestly care if you are someone who has a brick and mortar store, you're someone who is a complete degen that wants to start a project, you're offline with a team of, I don't know, 100 people doing something crazy, whatever it is, there is a lesson to learn from him. He is managing a massive organization, has multiple offices. He's marketing for Fortune 500 and 100 companies all over the world. He's doing marketing campaigns. He's building out this NFT project. He is on Twitter spaces. He's doing so many different things that you can relate to a lot of different aspects of his life. And regardless, as I said, that this is an NFT project, first and foremost is that it is a business. So with that said, Although I don't own one, I'm still excited to see what happens here. This is something that I'll definitely be following for sure. And if anything small breaks, like maybe some of these eruptions, if I find interesting or whatever, I might not do a full episode on it. But if you're interested in finding out more in case anything jumps out to me, a great place to find that would be in the newsletter. You can sign up for that for absolutely free at niftybusinessweek.com. The information is in the show notes, but either way, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.